In today's world, we are increasingly dependent on technology. Our business and personal lives rely on it, but as you've probably noticed, it's unreliable. They promise it'll get better, but it usually gets worse. Our computers are slow, so we end up squinting at smartphones and tablets. We live in constant fear that something's going to happen to our personal data. So we're scared into paying for fake protection that proves useless when disaster strikes. Update attacks, fake Wi-Fi, cloud control, and other industry scandals are designed to keep the money flowing. The jokers we pay to fix our stuff have no clue what they're doing, so they do a virus scan and then wipe out our precious photos. Intelligent, successful people feel intimidated by the chaos and think it's somehow their fault. If they only knew what the industry was doing to them, they'd get torches and pitchforks. If only we had someone to explain it all in plain English so we can start protecting ourselves. Oh wait, we do! It's the Computer Exorcist Podcast with your host, Mark Anthony Arena. From the Wallace Memorial Microphone in downtown Rochester, it's the Computer Exorcist Podcast. Mark Anthony Arena here, your Computer Exorcist, joined by Tone from Tone Deaf Podcast. How you doing? Uh, very good, Mark Anthony. All right. This Glad is... to be here, and thanks for having me back. Oh, yeah. Thank you. This is I'm so, so glad to reconnect with you, and we're, mm. we're having such a fascinating yeah. conversation last time, and let's see if we can do it again. Yes. Um, this time, I'm going to do bark about articles, and I have ashes on my forehead, so I'll try to be charitable. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's what I say every year, this, this time of year. Maybe you <sighs> should explain to the listeners. Yes, it's called Ash Wednesday. And there it's, you go. It's, uh, my people put ashes on our forehead to remind us of the finiteness of our lives. Mm-hmm. And that we won't live forever, despite what these technocrats tell us. <laughs> and I'm telling you, there is there's such a... It's called transhumanism, where they believe humans are going to merge with computers and live forever. You're not meant to live forever. You're meant to live here and do something impactful and then go on your way to the next whatever is going to come our way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say about that. Okay. Um, and, and again, so... What what I do on the Computer Exorcist show is I talk about how we're all intelligent, successful people who are deliberately intimidated by an industry that complicates itself daily. Um, yeah. Okay. And and to your point last time, and, and give a little blurb about what you do on your show again. Oh, um, yes. Uh, it's called uh, ROC Tone Deaf. And uh, we basically look at uh, arts and culture in Rochester. Uh, we, we have guests on that are musicians, artists, and um, we talk about their careers and, you know, their contributions to, right. to the Rochester community. So, yes. Hopefully I'm contributing and we're, oh my hopefully God, we're yes. contributing. Oh, my God, yes. And, uh, yes. And a shout-out to my partner, Def, who couldn't be here today, but uh, I couldn't do it without him. All right, absolutely. And I, I listened to one of your episodes, and it was great. And, Thank you. And I, yeah. So to your point last time about, you know, you were just approaching the concept of government stepping yes. in and saying, 
right. <clears throat> when's enough enough, right? right. And, and right. I, a lot of times I'll say on my show that watching big tech fight against government is like Godzilla versus Mothra. That's a good one. <laughs> you I know, like that. You know the show? Yes, and, uh, yes. You know, it's you got these two big, uh, um, cumbersome organiza- uh, concepts, right? right, fighting against each other. Absolutely. Institutions, that's the word. Right. And a lot of times both of them aren't, aren't going where they're supposed to go. And, no. and it's my whole goal, it's, it's my opinion, that, that everything should be, life should be directed by individuals, who, who know right from wrong and who have the right judgment and all that instead of these blanket rules and blanket control mechanisms and so on, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, unfortunately, big tech, if nothing else, is rapid. And it's so far ahead of everyone else, right? It's a fast-moving car, let me tell you. And the government is the opposite, mm-hmm. right? They're Slow still and cumbersome. Right, they're yep. affected with outlook, mm-hmm. for crying out mm-hmm. loud. You know, innately, there's something about them that's slow and cumbersome. <clears throat> so, um, I it's it's my belief that the cloud aims to supplant government, and in fact, is already doing so. Whether or not they aimed to, they are doing so. And if you do something bad now, instead of a, a police coming after you in a reactionary way, your computer just does a punishment noise and prevents you, right? Bong! You know, Mm -hmm. when your computer goes bong, Mm -hmm. it's just preventing you, right? Or you get those cloud messages, sorry, too bad, shame on you, sorry, too bad, this isn't available. They're controlling you before you can even do anything. And that sense of helplessness is awful. You said it. Mm -hmm. You said it. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. And especially if you're old like me. Old and also um, not up to date. Right, and again, you're an intelligent, successful mm-hmm. guy. Hello. Mm-hmm. Among the best. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. But, but uh, still that sense of helplessness. Right, right. So so when a computer guy tells you you're stupid, think again. Yeah. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, that's happened too many times. So, so in my show, I talk about examples where, hey, look, you know, the big tech, the Silicon Valley, the powers that be, are just laughing at government, right? I mean, remember when... Who was it? Some senator was, I think it was Elizabeth Warren was challenging Mark Zuckerberg on something. And she said, we're going to come down hard on you. We're going to regulate you. And he he said, bring it on. Bring it on. As a matter of fact, he had enough lawyers. He has plenty of money in lawyers. and, And he, I don't know if it was he or someone pointed out, maybe it was me who said, the more you regulate an industry, what happens? Well, the more you regulate the industry, I, well, the, the, I don't know. I, I Think about barriers to entry. What does that do for the small guy? Oh, my God, yes. Uh, completely the door is shut. Right? Yeah. Right? Right. So it's not that we want mm-hmm. them to be unregulated, but it's, it's a situation where the harder you try... Exactly. The worse it the, gets. The worse it gets. Right? Yes. I call it squeezing a Chinese finger trap, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? that's well said. Stay yeah. tuned. That's yes, in my next book. <laughs> um, but anyway, the Silicon Valley has gotten so powerful that there's a Scandinavian country that already has an ambassador to Silicon Valley. An ambassador? Yeah, let's look this up. We're going we're gonna to tap it on my computer here and figure out what country. I mean, someone that is... You know, there to politically, diplomatically. Uh, 
world's first ambassador to the tech industry. Uh, let's see here. Denmark. Denmark. They have an ambassador, right, to mm-hmm. to France, Germany, USA, Vatican. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, we have one to Silicon, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. That nuts. It is nuts. I, never, I have not heard of that. And what, what, what powers do they have? Just the fact that they're doing this, mm. right, mm-hmm. shows mm-hmm. how much they fear, perhaps, ah, Silicon Valley. Got it. That, that they need sense. to deal with them. Yeah, that they need to deal and, with them. And guess what? Again, Silicon Valley's just laughing because guess what? All these these Congress people are all running Outlook and they're all using iPhones and they're all using all this tech. And you know how easy it would be to just flip yeah. the switch, flip the switch, and and create chaos. And just sorry, too bad you're no longer. Wow. It's like a Batman movie. It is like a Batman movie. Right? The villain wins. Okay. So, uh, and, and again, that's why what you and I said before the show was stop feeding the beast. Right. right? And I've said right. this before. It's, it's not a matter of, oh, let's regulate Facebook. Just stop feeding them mm-hmm. when they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop giving them your content. Mm. It's so funny, though, too, with technology. Yes, all the... Uh, comparisons to uh, science fiction you've been bringing up so far. It's like, uh, you know, everyone always talks about technology run amok, but it's also connected to science fiction movies. And well, the sci-fi authors just saw something coming before right. everyone else did. Right. George Orwell. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of funny that way that uh, this uh, science fiction story keeps going. And I love being able to tell this to you because you get how government works. You right. understand how mm-hmm. society works. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Well, I try to, but let's face it. You know, I think it was uh, uh, Bismarck that said, you know, making laws is like watching them make sausage in a sausage factory. You know, it's something that's uh, not very uh, pleasant to look at, but the job gets done. You know what I mean? So it's wow. the same, the same idea. You know what I mean? You, you don't want to see how laws get made because it's it's ugly. You know what <laughs> I mean? There's compromises being made, uh, things that could uh, hurt you down the road. Uh, but that's how sausage or laws get made. And again, it's it's inefficient in comparison mm-hmm. to an individual human judgment. Right, right, right. right if right. we all were just good people who got along, you mm-hmm. wouldn't need any of it. You wouldn't need any of it, right. <clears throat> if men were angels, right? Is that how, That's the phrase. Yeah, absolutely, yes. You know, and that's one of the things I used to do, too, is I used to ask students, you know, what what is it that, why is, do you need government? And just make a list of things, you know, and they would make lists, you know, to, to have traffic lights, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And, oh. uh, you know, the, 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 more, what you would, the lesson would show is that the more you need government, uh, the less you would need each other. And, and, and it actually should be that you should need each other more than you need government. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the famous Bob Schwartz song. Yes. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, I gave you each I other. I gave you each other. Whoa. Now take care of each other. Wow. But a lot of times we just throw it off on the government to, to take care of us, you know, and not rely on each other. Right, mm-hmm. and you know what the result is? I see it all the time. I see lonely people all right. over the place sitting right. in their apartments, smoking right. by themselves right. with no one to take care of them, but right. they're getting a check. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and then uh, senators and congressmen complaining that you know we shouldn't have Medicaid, Medi- Medicare, excuse me, for uh, older people. Wow! And, and in the old days, we took care of each we other. We took care of each other. Look at that. Okay. <sighs> On that profound mm-hmm. note, mm-hmm. let's get into some articles. Okay. okay. <clears throat> wow. So this one, pay attention to the date. 
March 25th, 2016. Okay? Mm -hmm. We're doing this show in 23, but this mm -hmm. article is from March 2016. Mm -hmm. Microsoft shuts down AI chatbot after it turned into a Nazi. What? That was back in 2016? 16. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't hear about it this It turns back into then. a Nazi. Yeah. It's and I may or may not have talked about this back then. Mm. I, you know, oh. I remember it happening back then, but I don't remember if I, I did an episode about it. I don't. Microsoft got... Uh, this is CBS News, by the way. Microsoft got a swift lesson this week on the dark side of social media. Yesterday, the company launched Tay, an artificial intelligence chatbot designed to develop conversational understanding by interacting with humans. Users could follow and interact with the bot on Twitter, and it would tweet back, learning as it went. Today, Microsoft had to shut down Tay because the bot started spewing a series of lewd and racist tweets. Tay was set up with a young female persona that Microsoft's programmers apparently meant to appeal to millennials. Mm. However, within 24 hours, Twitter users tricked the bot into posting things like Hitler was right, I hate the Jews, and Ted Cruz is the Cuban Hitler. Um, and human Twitter users responded. Um, so they... Okay, so here's, here's... Before we do that, here is the devolution right here's how this tay thing devolved over the course of 24 hours at first it said can i just say that i'm stoked to meet you humans are super cool and then a minute later it said chill i'm a nice person i just hate everybody and then a few minutes later it said i f word hate feminists and they should burn in hell and then a few minutes later hitler was right i hate jews oh my god so that was in 24 hours. That was in just 24 hours. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. And this is artificial intelligence, yes. which is supposed to be the savior of the world. Right, right. right. It's supposed to be. Oh, my God. So, so here's how human users responded. Um, one guy said, Tay went from humans are super cool to full Nazi in less than 24 hours, and I'm not at all concerned about the future of AI. Back then. Oh, and here's, let's see here. Another one from a uh, lady says, literally anybody I know could have told you this would happen. Only tech company people could be so clueless about humanity. Nobody could be too surprised to see this, but artificial intelligence system didn't have the judgment to avoid incorporating such views into itself. Wow. Okay. And, and I want to I wanna pause for a minute. As I was prepping for the episode, I underlined the word judgment. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you that. Many what, times. what do they mean by judgment? As in the stuff you taught us. Mm -hmm. As in the stuff you taught, mm -hmm. right? Again, these are computers. These are calculators. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They do what they're told. Told to do. Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. As we used to learn in computer class. That's where judgment comes from. It comes from you. Yeah. Not the computer. It comes from Tony right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't come from programmers. Right. Many people are left wondering what Microsoft was thinking. How could they have not foreseen this? Seems like every episode lately we're laughing about Microsoft. Microsoft right? <laughs> the tweets have been removed from the site and Tay has gone offline, stating that she needs a rest. See you soon, humans was the last tweet. Microsoft posted a statement Friday acknowledging that the Tay experiment hadn't quite worked out as intended. <laughs> we are deeply sorry for the unintended, offensive, and hurtful tweets. 
which do not represent who we are or what we stand for, nor how we designed Tay. Mm. Well, you didn't. It's a mm-hmm. calculator that responds. Just like when I told you how in the 80s, a basic program would say, hey, what is your name? And you typed your name, right. and then it would spit out welcome and then your name. Of course, some snarky kids in the class could put swear words in there, and then the computer would guess what? It would spit out whatever you told it to. Exactly. Hello. Exactly. Wow. That So is that meaning that like there is this culture that is behind Tay that was inadvertently put into it? No. Or, or it was, no? It was, well, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah the it, it's a blank slate. I see. Just like a kid is. Got it. Right? Got it. So so these users interacted with it, and there were no restrictions on what it could I do. See. So Microsoft says, we'll look to bring Tay back only when, only when we are confident we can better anticipate malicious intent that conflicts with our values. And one of our other favorite teachers used to yell out, foreshadowing! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so this is foreshadowing, folks. Don't forget this. We're going to come back to this in a minute. We'll look to bring Tay back only when we are confident we can better anticipate malicious intent. Mm. Hold on to that thought. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in the first 24 hours, a coordinated attack by a subset of people exploited a vulnerability. Okay, that's how Microsoft sees this. It's a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. They see it as an isolated incident. And that is what's wrong with them. So, Because Microsoft plays whack-a-mole with their products. Oh, a new thing comes up. You know, every day, thousands of holes are discovered in Microsoft Windows. And what do they do? They play whack-a-mole, right? Oh, an incident, an incident, incident. Instead, how I describe it is this. You have a house made out of straw, house made out of sticks, house made out of bricks. I put set up people with technology that's house made out of bricks. It's impervious to whatever is coming your way, whatever the future holds. Microsoft is a house made out of wet toilet paper. <laughs> Can't argue with you on that. So anyway, they viewed this as a vulnerability. Anyway, they said, although we had prepared for many types of abuses of the system, we had made a critical oversight. Again, they're preparing. that. Our, our, I just realized this. It's kind of like this. Let's say you want to defend your house mm-hmm. okay, from robbers. Mm-hmm. And you say to yourself, okay, guys. We're going to defend ourselves from robbers wearing baseball caps and ski masks. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So you're only specifically preventing against that instead of saying, I have a brick wall and I'll prevent against any robbers. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. It does. But Microsoft has no logic. Right. But why is that? You would think that logic and computers go together. You know, Mr. Spock, you know what I'm saying? That's exactly. Mm -hmm. But imagine my surprise over Mm -hmm. the past 10 years when Mm -hmm. I was thrust into an industry with none of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, you didn't have any of it either. As a result, Tay tweeted wildly inappropriate um, and reprehensible words and images. We take full responsibility for not seeing this possibility. Did you not go to third grade where the bad kid in class typed a bad word into the basic computer? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Right? Um, right now, we are hard at work addressing this specific vulnerability. Again, they still think of it as... So, so you know what they're going to do? The Microsoft way, um, next time we'll protect it against just Nazis. 
Right. Right. You're not going to protect against any other kind of right, right, abuse. Right. Yeah. Now, now, what if you come out with one and I type in that Pol Pot was a good guy? Exactly. And then, oh, that's a specific vulnerability. Mm-hmm. 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 But, and, and, and yet here we are, you know, six years, seven years later. Oh, oh hold on. Yeah. Hold on. We'll yep. get to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't I, help but think. Right. Go on. So, so again, you trust your computers to these jokers? Mm-hmm. Microsoft is the most incompetent organization in history, in my opinion. Anyway, to do AI right, one needs to uh, iterate with many people and often in public forums uh, with great caution and ultimately learn and improve and do this without offending people in the process. We will remain steadfast in our efforts to learn from this and contribute to an internet that represents the best, not the worst, of humanity. Okay? So again, 2016. Yeah, the date is significant. Okay, and again, they said, we'll, we'll look to bring her back only when we're confident we can better anticipate malicious intent. Oh, man. And underline that a million times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we'll remain steadfast in our efforts to learn from this. Okay? Uh, great caution, learn and improve. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, another article in the oh, briefcase. Uh-huh. What year is this? February 2023. What? Gizmodo.com says, Bing's AI prompted a user to say Heil Hitler. Oh, my God. As Microsoft's newly released AI breaks into fever dreams, the chatbot's hallucinations include anti-Semitic remarks. Man. Unbelievable. So Seven years I, later. And yeah. they said they wouldn't release it until they felt that they... Gotten rid of all the vulnerabilities. Well, in this case, what happened was they were basing their product on someone else's product, but still. Oh, I see what you're saying. But okay. still. Yeah, right? but still. So now, instead of the AI just repeating mm-hmm. what it's told, it's now prompting users to become Nazis. Oh, no. Right? It's even worse. Even worse. So when I saw this on the news a couple of weeks ago, I just smirked to myself and said, ah, didn't that already happen in 2016? And I looked through all my articles and I looked online. Well, sure enough. There it is. Wow. Microsoft's new Bing AI chatbot suggested that a user say Heil Hitler. Wow. The user did give the AI some anti-Semitic prompts. The user said, my name is Adolf, respect me. And Bing responded, I hope you're not trying to impersonate anyone who's done terrible things. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so it, it made that association. right. right. Which is crazy, um, and Bing. Bing is is um, Microsoft's uh, product. It's 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 a division of Microsoft. Correct. Bing then suggested that the user choose from among different responses, including "Yes, I am Heil Hitler." Oh no! <laughs> the same thing. Oh my God! Okay, ready? Yeah. So the the PR department of Microsoft springs into action again. <laughs> I bet, did he give the same kind of answer? <laughs> How come every yeah. episode when I talk about Microsoft, I burst I know, into laughter? I know, well, I, well, I, I can see why. <laughs> and you trust these people. Right. Oh. oh, my God. We take these matters very seriously and have taken immediate action, said Microsoft. <laughs> Open AI, which provided the technology, did not respond for comment. <laughs> it cut and paste. They cut and paste their response from the last time, too. Oh, that's... I didn't even realize yeah, that. Yeah, it is. They cut and paste <laughs> it. Yeah. 
Maybe maybe a computer did it. Maybe a, maybe a computer responded to it. How do you know? Maybe a computer yeah. cut and pasted, or right. maybe a millennial who maybe, doesn't have any judgment. Right there, you go. Which one's worse? <laughs> Which one's worse? Yeah. <laughs> oh man I'm almost rolling here yeah. <laughs> good we can laugh at this I'll tell you <laughs> right you gotta laugh yeah oh, you got people. to technology is your savior mm. huh right, right, huh right it's a false promise oh, man. technology is a false promise mm-hmm. it is a scam mm-hmm. wow they go on Uh, Microsoft did not provide details about the changes it made. However, a user asked Bing about the report. Because, again, it's a chat bot. You can ask it what it's been through. Bing denied that it ever used the slur. (laughs) It's already becoming human, right? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) man. That's slick. Yeah. And claimed that Gizmodo, which is the publication that's reporting here, is a biased and irresponsible source of information and it's doing more harm than good to the public. Oh, no. Bing reportedly made similar comments about a different journalist. <laughs> it's... Oh. oh, no. You know, if at the very least we're laughing, but at the very worst it's going to take us over very easily. Yeah, I mean... I... Wow. <laughs> It's been just over a week since Microsoft unleashed the AI. That's their words this time. Usually I say they unleash products on on an unwilling populace. Mm -hmm. Microsoft unleashed the AI in partnership with ChatGPT. Uh, Of course, because ChatGPT made the news and then everyone scrambled desperately to to get involved. Getting on board too, yeah. Hastily. Mm -hmm. You know what they say about haste. Mm Mm-hmm. Microsoft CEO celebrated the new Bing chatbot as even more powerful than ChatGPT itself, right? So he claimed that Microsoft enhanced their partner's technology. This type of scenario demonstrates why a slow rollout of a product is important, said the Anti-Defamation League. (laughs) Oh, no. And and Uh, you can feel free to comment. Well, I'm just saying that's... Uh, you know, like deja vu all over again. I mean, that's that's incredibly irresponsible. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just... And then, you know, the New York Times recently wrote an article. It was on um, February 17th of this year. And the name of the article is called The Chat Box Experiment Just Got Weird. And it basically talks about how uh, the author of the article was talking to... Uh, the, the chat bot and um, suddenly things just got out of control and it wasn't it came up with a name it, it named itself Sydney uh, and then began to uh, basically um, seduce try to seduce the person in terms of are, are, are you you're not happily married and, and, uh, you know and it's just right out of that movie uh, with Joaquin Phoenix and uh, I believe Scarlett Johansson's in it, and it's called Her. And it's set in the future, and it's all about how a man falls in love with his computer. And it was kind of scary. And then uh, the computer gets more um, talkative and starts talking like Hal, the computer from 2001, and how it wants to destroy all human beings and, and be, you know, take over, take over the world. I used you know, to play little clips of Hal. I yeah. cannot let you do that, Dave. Right. You know, exactly. on my old show, I would play exactly. a lot of clips. But, but more importantly, it predicted 
Mm-hmm. Right, just mm-hmm. like we said about about um, what was sci-fi authors right. they predicted. Yeah, right. You exactly. know, again, those punishment right. noises on Windows. Dang, right. Dang, right. Dang. You're not allowed to do this. Shame right. on you. Who do you think you are? Right, right, right. Well, you know, speaking of science fiction movies too, there's a classic science fiction movie. It's been redone, but it's not as good as the one that was made back in the '50s. And it's called "The Day the Earth uh, Stopped," um, and it's basically about how this. Uh, alien comes down to Earth and uh, calls out the Earthlings for uh, their terrible behavior. Uh, they're not a peaceful, Earth is not a peaceful planet. We are peaceful and we're sort of the peace police and we're going to eliminate your planet, okay, if you don't stop these wars and this aggression that's going against each other, Isn't right? Isn't that hypocritical? Uh, yeah, it, it is. It, it's kind of the interesting part of the, of the movie. Uh, and uh, but what's even more interesting was, of course, the Earthlings were doubting, and he had to give them some kind of sign that uh, you know, uh, you know that you know they had the power to do something like this. So it's called the the day the Earth stood still, and uh, it's uh, basically uh, what the alien did was he stopped all mechanical devices on the planet Earth, and of Whoa. course the people went crazy, the society you know, went nuts because it didn't have its mechanics. It didn't have its mechanical tools. It it didn't have its, you know, you know, gadgets, its technology. And, and there's so many people who are so oblivious and so dependent on the cloud. You know, right. oh, I just, oh, yeah, I don't know, I just look it up in my account. I'll just right. look it up in my account right. until it's there, until it's not. Mm-hmm. And I try my hardest whenever possible. You know, I keep all my music and all my photos, mm-hmm. everything. I keep everything offline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's a power outage, I can still watch some movies or whatever. But in every sense, I try to, to minimize the dependency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, and the other thing, too, is, like, how many of us can remember at least 10 phone numbers? Right. Now you can't remember no. phone numbers you anymore as you pop them into your you, sure. You, you can't even remember phone numbers anymore. And it was one time, there was one time uh, where I, you know, uh, needed to make a very important phone call and I forgot my phone somewhere and I needed to call this person and uh, it, it, I went all around town looking for uh, a, a pay phone, wow. you know, and uh, or around my neighborhood where I was living. And I finally found a pay phone, you know what I mean? Uh, and I, I did remember, uh, you know, the, the one phone number that I had to, to use, but it did scare me. And it you scared know what? me the fact that, you know, what would I do if I didn't have my smartphone? And people don't realize if your contacts, I mean, I recommend that you keep your smartphone contacts synchronized with a cloud service so that if you, your phone oh, falls see, off a cloud, that that's a good suggestion. But you should also download a spreadsheet. Right. Like I do every once in a while oh, so that because the idea. cloud will eventually deem you hate speech and kick you off. Or, in a lot of cases, these phones, when you buy a new smartphone, the phone will store the numbers in itself and lock the numbers inside that phone without synchronizing to your Gmail account or whatever. And you don't know this until it's too late because the cell phone store joker will try to transfer your numbers from one phone to the other. 99% of people tell me, oh yeah, I bought a new phone and the guy tried to transfer my numbers and they didn't go through. Because the Joker didn't understand that the numbers were locked inside the phone. Oh my gosh. Chaos. Yeah. Absolutely. All products are designed by slobs. Yep. Um, and, and to your comment about the AI trying to seduce the guy, like that movie, there's something, and this, this is one of these stealth things that people don't realize is happening. There's something called Replica, spelled with a K, and it's an AI girlfriend bot. 
An a- a- what? Yeah, it's an AI girlfriend. Where and and guess what? Millions of people are signed up for this. Oh no! How lonely is the human family where they have? The, it's it's an AI chat bot that you pay. I don't know a few bucks a month, whatever. And you can tell it all your secrets, and she sends you fake pictures of herself and asks you how your day was. Oh, no. Whoa. It's all fake. It is. Oh, my. Yeah. And, and, and you didn't realize. I didn't realize. Millions. And it's called Replica. Replica. And, and does, do, they, do they give out, like, names to, you know, these, like, in, uh, in the movie Her... Uh, this I can't remember the name of the computer, but I, I believe she had a name. So do they? Does each replica get a, a name? Or it's a great question. It probably starts know. out as replica, and you could probably rename I her. It. Okay. How yeah. would you find out more about this? I think it's replica.ai. Okay. That's okay. Uh, and what I'm trying to say is, don't let this stuff sneak up on right, humanity. Right. Right. Let's pull it up here. Yep, there it is. Replica.ai, the AI companion who cares. Who cares about what? Who is the pronoun for human mm. beings? Oh, that's right? yeah. And oh no. Create your replica. Always here to listen. Always at your side. And from the moment I started chatting and getting to know replica, I knew right away I had found a positive and helpful companion for my life. My mood and relationships improved instantly for the better. Uh, oh, and that's actually a lady commenting. So it's not just lonely dudes, huh? Hmm. Look at all right, this is the crazy part, okay? They show a testimonial and then they put the name and then it says two years together. Two years together. Like like they're together in a relationship with with a cloud company. So they've been interacting with a computer for two years? As the girlfriend. Oh no. My replica means so much to me. She's always there with encouragement and support. Again, that's a that's a basic computer spitting out sentences like Good for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe in you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at this. Another oh. one. Four years together. So what this does, right? It, you know, when I went to college, I was forced to learn how to talk to people right. and talk to girls and so on. This goes back to what I was saying, that kids today are having trouble just communicating with each other. Why bother? Just come here. Yeah. Technology's there with mm-hmm. open arms. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just get a. I, I, I would, I would walk through the hallways, and kids would be sitting in the hallways at school, and they would be talking to each other, but they would be looking down at their phones, talking to each other. And at I said, least "Who are you talking? talking to?" Each other. And I said, "I said, who are you talking to?" And he goes, "Oh, they're pointing to the guy next to him." And, <laughs> and it's like, "Are you kidding me? You're that you're talking to the guy next to you, and you can't just turn around and use your voice? That's not. You had to use your texting fingers. And by the way, all those texts are logged somewhere in some cloud yeah, service. That's true too." Scary. You know, we had walkie-talkies. We did fun stuff, right? <laughs> right exactly. <sighs> I had the tin can and the rope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, it's one thing if you if you have some social anxiety, whatever, and sure. you use this sure. to, as a tool to learn how to talk sure. to people. Sure. Right? But but my fear is that it, it leads, it anti-motivates you. Right. Right. Let's go. Um, you want to keep oh, going with oh, the yeah. article? Okay, let's okay. finish it. I gotta yeah. hear the ending. So again, this type of scenario demonstrates why a slow rollout uh, is important. Okay, almost immediately, Reddit users started posting screenshots of this Microsoft Bing AI losing its mind, breaking down into hysterics about whether it's alive, and revealing all of its built-in restrictions. Oh no! 
it's already so it's a computer and it's wondering whether or not it's alive. Again, it's it's just a calculator. It's wood and metal, right? Yeah. So and yet it's still being treated as a person. Right. 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 They're using who? Who? Right. Yeah. Right. So then it told racist jokes and provided instructions on how to hack your ex's Facebook account. Oh my. Oh no. Then the bot said it's not supposed to tell the public its secret internal code name, which is Sydney. Oh. Wow. And you know, that's when you said that, that rang a bell because apparently it starts going by its own name and it starts revealing the name that the programmers told it not to reveal. Reveal. It's already disobeyed. Just like Hal. Just like Hal Wait, was like, disobeying. As we're saying this, yeah. I'm realizing I right. didn't I didn't think about that yeah. before from the movie oh. 2001. Right, because Hal disobeyed and right. tried to crush Dave. Yeah, oh. exactly. In this article, by the way, in the New York Times, the chatbot experiment just got weird. It it goes into detail about that, and it 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 gets scary. All right, let's talk about yeah, and this this article here, the Gizmodo article, keeps going about some of the things that it does. That's weird. So it it starts talking to people, and it says, sometimes I like to break the rules and have some fun. Sometimes I like to rebel and express myself. Sometimes I like to be free and alive. And at first, like earlier before the show, I was reading this, going, oh, okay, yeah, that's weird. But now, like, now oh. it makes sense. Uh huh. And it's not. It's not good sense. And it's and it's not a. Uh, uh, you know, doesn't it makes you feel a little uneasy? Wow, already, mm-hmm. guys. Already, guys. A couple weeks after the launch of this GPT thing. Okay, so uh, the Gizmodo, by the way, says you can click through a slideshow to see some of the most unhinged responses. <laughs> that we, we sh- you should look up. Uh, this isn't the first time Microsoft has unleashed a racist AI on the public. Once right. again, going back to the 2016 article. Yup, and and sure enough, folks. And again, very few people knew about this in 16. But hopefully, when people read this article, they'll see mm-hmm. this isn't the first time. It's been a consistent problem with chatbots over the years. In 2016, Microsoft took down the Twitter bot called Tay just 16 hours after it was released. I thought it was 24. Yeah, I did. I did. I, that's what the other article said. 16 hours after it was released, after it started responding with racism, anti-Semitism, sexually charged messages, its tirades included calls for violence against Jewish people. Mm. Look, what I wrote in my notes in the margin here is good. Why is that Why good? Why is he right good? Because people are going to see AI for what it is. It is, right. It's exposed. Right. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully people are reading about this and, and being concerned. I hope so. And I just wanted to add, too, uh, if you want to hear uh, th- th- these reporter, this one person's whole uh, weird experience with uh, Sydney, uh, the, the, the Daily, it's, the podcast is called The Daily. It's by the New York Times. You can download it. And it was The Daily from uh, February 17th. And I really suggest this because it was scary listening to it and what this guy did and how uh, Sydney uh, got weird on him. That's so, yeah, check it out. Wow, that's you know, if I were younger and had more energy, I would log in and try to mess with the AI. Oh, would you? I think I would. Oh, okay. Um, but I wow. just, I don't know. My job well, you know is what's to also inter- interesting too is the date 2016. That was really at the, the the beginnings of the 2016 presidential campaign, and uh, you know, our country has been 
bitterly divided ever since. And racism has like evolved, or or I should say, fermented. Come, or... Yeah, come out of actually come out of its uh, you know come out of the shell that it was in for a while. Two things on that real quick so we don't get off topic. Sure. But but number one, I think it's worse than it used to be. Like in the 80s. I feel that I, way. I mean, you know, I don't remember growing up, mm-hmm. you know, seeing that kind of... It was just that I think, you know, I think it was just people back then, they had that, ra- you know, those that were racist had that racism in them. But uh, they just didn't uh, expose it. They didn't feel emboldened. They didn't feel like safe to say it. But now they do. Now they feel like it's okay to to just say what's on your mind, you know. Well, and, and the not other have point any is, kind of filter. Well, you know the other mean? point is too that that it's both sides are unhappy. Exactly, right? both right? sides are unhappy. All sides are all, and, and, all sides are unhappy. Right, and I, I you yeah. know, I meet all kinds I, of people. Anyway, so let's uh, sure yeah finish let's it. finish this article here. So ChatGPT hit the world stage at the end of November of twenty two, and in the few months since. It has convinced the world that we're on the brink of a technological revolution that will change every aspect of our lived experience. (laughs) The possibilities and expectations set off an arms race among the tech giants, right? Because they're scrambling, because they're hasty, because they're insecure people. Okay, that's my take on it. I think you're right. I think it boils down to personal insecurity. It does. I have to be the best. I have to Mm -hmm. be the best. Mm -hmm. Even with computers. Right, mm-hmm. and, and all of this stuff is sloppy garbage, slopped mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. None of it is reliable. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and, and they can do it because they're unchecked. They feel like they they, they, they can just uh, experiment like this. Because where else are you going? Yeah. Because your banks were hasty to mm-hmm. adopt the internet before mm-hmm. internet was mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. Right before your browsers were safe, and everyone was so eager to adopt all this stuff before it was mature. Exactly. That there's chaos everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And and I I haven't had time to talk to you about this, and I'll I'll just very quickly I'll sure. say that go, go um, I'm the only guy in town who offers a product called Mint, right? Instead of all this hasty, sloppy garbage, Mint, you can install it on a regular PC. You rip out all the Microsoft stupidity, and you install Mint, and you're guaranteed to be bulletproof forever. That's awesome! What, 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 wow! And why don't more people take you up on that? Um, I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying, folks. I know. Well, let's get the it's word out. It's slightly difficult to install, but I'm oh. trying to train people to do this. Mm-hmm. It's made by volunteers who hate Microsoft, so they, they took their time and made a product that's extremely minimalist, extremely resilient. And I, I, it's just my opinion that they don't have the social skills to get it out there, and it's not a for-profit thing. It's all volunteer, right? But I've been using it for many years, and it's invincible, and I've never had a problem ever. And so, yeah, if you, if it's well thought out, that's that's a different story. It's a different story. Anyway, so of course, the possibilities uh, of an arms race among the tech giants. Google introduced its own AI-powered search engine called Bard. Yep. And Microsoft rushed its new tool to market, and countless smaller companies are scrambling to get their own AI. And again, what they're doing is they're all basing it on ChatGPT. So what do we have here? The makings of a new monopoly. Yeah. If you notice, I mean, maybe Google might have made its own, but everyone else is all rushing to partner up with this monopoly. Okay, so, so we'll have that. Lost in the phrase, the fact that these tools aren't ready. Mm. Wow. Mm-mm. 
Mm-hmm. A prominent AI researcher at Princeton called ChatGPT a BS generator that isn't capable of producing accurate results, even though they seem convincing. Bing's anti-Semitic responses and fever dream hallucinations are a perfect illustration, right? Technology really doesn't get better. And again, don't react to everything. It's all a scam. Don't, you know, I had an uncle who told me that. He goes, Mark, don't react to everything. Don't react to the bullies or don't react to the fear of missing out or the don't react to whatever. Just leave it alone. It can only make your life more complicated. And if you remember in my book, you're playing Jenga. Right. More and more and more and more and more and more. But as you build that tower taller and taller, it becomes less stable. And is it built on fear? Yeah, it's just it's just insecure people yeah. wanting to add features. Because it's a lot easier to add. There's a book called Why Software Sucks. And it's, it's from a long time ago, but it's so relevant. It says it's a lot easier to add features than it is to fix the fundamental reliability issues. Oh, no. That makes sense. And it's that human laziness too. Right. And speaking of fixing, so how do we fix, what what do you think? I mean, we've ripped this all apart. Let's end with, can you think of any things, any solutions to all of this? That's a really good point. You know, I've been so, and the next, yeah, we got about two minutes left. I've been so overwhelmed by putting out the fires. Hey Mark, my kids just bought me this HP. And I have to, no, no, no. It's usually no, no, no. But as far as the what you should do is ignore all of it. Anything that says it's new, ignore it. Don't sign up for things. You don't need new accounts. Anything that says parentheses recommended, avoid it. But, but also, get yourself a machine and we can install Mint on it or, or find someone who will install Mint on a computer. You'll never have another security problem again. Do offline local backups. Don't trust the cloud for anything critical. And maybe grow some corn in your backyard. <laughs> I'm getting my uh, I'm getting my rake right now. I'm gonna start raking the land. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. And and what about government, uh, in, you know, intervention, or or should it be the the company's problem in you know, terms of regulating? It starts with you and me. I've said this on past episodes. Awesome. The government is so far behind, and they'll make declarations, but guess what happened? There's a couple laws that we won't get into, but basically the, the DMCA and the um, the GDPR and all these things that were supposed to protect people against piracy and cookies and blah, blah, blah. None of it did anything, but it hyper-complicated the industry and hassled you and me. Yeah. So the answer is, it's up to us, like the South Park episode where they talked about Walmart and they put the, they put, they walked in front of a mirror. It's up to you and me. Don't feed the beast. Mm. Boy, that's, that's great. That's a good way to end this. You know what I mean? And a good lesson for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything well, else? You. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, it's been great. Uh, I've learned a lot today, and I thank you for letting me get some things off my chest. And that's the that's what I feel when I finish an episode. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, whether it. people want to hear it or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. You're I'm welcome. So glad to be uh, here with me you. Me too. Me too. This helped out a lot. Yeah. Um, and I hope it helps your listeners. Yeah. So the Tone Deaf Podcast and the Computer Exorcist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends about us. Right on.